Yeah, welcome to it, episode 24, The Punch Podcast with Jabin. It starts now. And the boys from No Limit Boxing have been busy, haven't they? Creating another night of entertainment, this time happening again September 15 in Brisbane. Brisbane, Queensland. So what do you do to make an event out of control? You get the most hated New South Welshman of all time and not send him to Queensland to fight someone. You send him to Queensland to fight two guys. Paul Gallen is taking on Justin Hodges and Ben Hannett in one night. Two fights, one night. Yes. Who else is crazy enough to do that? Let's just get him on to chat all about it because I've got no idea what's going on. Paul Gallen, welcome. Hey, mate. Thanks for having me. Now... I expected another fight from you, I'm going to be honest, but I didn't expect what we got delivered, and that is uh, two fights in one night. I'm not even sure if it's been done before, but run me through what you're booking yourself into this time. Yeah, look, obviously, um, six or eight weeks ago, Benny Hannon and uh, Hodges fought, and uh, they the, they were touting they wanted to fight me, the winner wanted to fight me, and I sort of jokingly said, oh, I might as well fight you both on the, well, at the same time. And then... Obviously, Hodges won the fight, and he's been pretty adamant he wants to fight me. He actually fought again probably a month later and, and won that fight as well. And he's been adamant he wants to jump in the room with me and fight me. And um, no, no limit thought about what I said, and they thought it might be a good idea and, and, and might showcase boxing and be able to sell it for you know, some of the, the guys on the undercard. So they've come up with a concept. They asked me if I'll do it, and I said yes. They said it hasn't been done in, in professional boxing for like 130-odd years. Been done, you know, I think in, in kickboxing, maybe even MMA and, and amateur boxing, but professional boxing hasn't been done for over 100 years. So, um, and to get in there and, and, and give, give it my best shot, I think um, we haven't worked out what the format's going to be <laughs> quite just yet, how it's going to work. So, I've got to wait to see what they come back with as far as that goes, but I'll be ready in uh, what five and a half weeks' time. Yeah, that's been my biggest question as well when I've seen you do it. I'm like, what logistically is this going to do? So you've got, obviously, two fights on the one night. you got, like you said, Justin Hodges and Ben Hannett. Is it at all remotely going to be back-to-back, or do you think there will be someone in the middle there? I, I want it to be back-to-back, and I think it should be back-to-back. I think I'm happy to do eight rounds, do four rounds each, do four rounds against the first person. If he lasts the four rounds, the judges you know, put their uh, scores in, and the next play jumps in. If I manage to stop them, uh, then the next fight can jump in as well. If they manage to stop me, well, obviously the fight's over. And I said to Hodge today, let's have a bet on it. If you guys can stop me, I'll pay you, I'll pay you 50 grand. And, um, they're going to have $10,000 on it first. He wouldn't shake my hand on it. So I'm not sure if that bet's going ahead or not. Uh, I want a handshake agreement before um, <laughs> before I start throwing my money around. Uh, so, But I've also heard, obviously, George today was saying, look, when, when the boys get tired, we might even do a tag team where they can tag in, which I think is crazy. I said, no way, I'm not going to accept that. That's not fair. <laughs> um, and there may also be where I fight one of them, then there's a, there's a stoppage of a, oh, it won't be, it won't be a stoppage, but you know, another fight might happen as far as a Harry Garside fight might happen. Then I come back later and fight the next opponents. I don't really want to do that either, to be honest. That's, uh, I'm 41 years old. I'm, I'm getting right in the back of my career. I'm retiring very soon. And, um, you know, to warm up, have a fight, and then to fully cool down, have to warm up again and fight again. It's a, a big ask, I believe. So I want to fight them back to back. Yeah, I didn't even think of the cooling down part until you we were just talking then. I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe, yeah, when you're doing something that long, especially if it's four tough rounds and it's not like a 10-second knockout, which you'd, you'd bloody love if you've got two in the one night. <laughs> yeah, well, man, not, not just, not, not, but even if I knock them out, like the, 
euphoria and the and the um the, the feeling you get when you win a boxing fight. It's just like so much relief and it's there's so much pleasure and so much relief that all the hard work you just put in for the past six weeks has, has come to fruition. Now that's going to happen to me when I fight the first person. That's that's what's going to happen. So I hopefully beat the first person. I'm going to just be ecstatic and I'm going to realise you know, all the hard work I've put in paid off. But you don't get a real life. But you, it's, there's so much relief. I just want to sit down and relax, and then then you're sort of done. Yeah. But I have to get back up again and find another person. That's what I'm. That's my concern. That's what I think is going to be hard for me. It'll be hard for anyone. But that's that's my concern, and um, now that's something we're going to have to deal with or try to prepare for the next you know, five weeks. Yeah. Do you have an ideal opponent first? Like, who's the tougher opponent to you? Do you have uh, one? I, I don't really see it ever. Tough opponent. Uh, ben Hannity is a tough guy. He's a former international front row. He's done everything in rugby league. He's, he's really, really resilient. Hodjo is a an outside back who used to come and push and shove third man in. So <laughs> I say I think Hannity's a tough, tougher opponent. But but Hodges beat him in a fight, and Hodges is the one who has been adamant mm. that he wants to fight me and call me out pretty relentlessly. I haven't called him out. This is this is sort of on the back of them wanting to fight me, not not the other way around. So. Um, he's been pretty adamant in wanting to fight me. So I think he should go first. I think he doesn't go first. It's a bit of a cop-out for me because obviously I'll be tired and I've got to get myself back up for another fight and fight in seconds. So if he thinks he's the better fighter, he fought Hannah and he won. Uh, he's the one who wants to fight me. He should jump in there first when we're both fresh and see see what see who wins. That's who the best man actually is. Be pretty sweet to uh, beat him as the second one on the second guy that night too. From your end, though, <laughs> it's like uh, mate, be, I'm, I'm gonna say it. I just want to beat him both. I'm gonna train yeah. hard to beat him both. It's gonna be a pleasure to beat him both. As I said, this uh, this is a bit of a little bit of revenge for me because of those State of Origin days that they were a part of, and uh, I'm just looking forward to getting up there. It's gonna be a hostile crowd, a hostile environment. Um, but yeah, that doesn't really worry me too much. And if I get a knock and both out on the same night, it's going to be um, a little bit of pleasure. I won't replace what happened many years ago to, to myself or New South Wales, but it'll make me feel a little bit better. Yeah, it's not the first time Queensland have had two-on-one, huh? No, not the first time, no. I mean, even when I had a little scuffle with Nate, Nate Miles as a, as a person who came in and gave me a nice little uppercut. And then obviously this year, we saw him out with Tino and Burton and the like, so... Yeah, they're pretty renowned for it, aren't they? Really, but um, yeah, I'll be I'll be getting uh, be getting mine back. What I love is the conversation would have happened, and sure they've rattled you and said we're doing two in one night, and you're like, okay, yep, cool, let's get my head around that. And they said, oh yeah, by the way, gal, mate, we're going to do it in Queensland. <laughs> like... Yeah, well, the reason it's in Queensland, me and um, obviously as I said, no, Hodjo was adamant he wanted to fight me, and and after he beat Hannah, you know, he we got on a radio program and. I said I'd fight him if, if it really wants to happen, and he said, yep. Yeah. And I said, oh, let's have a bet then. I said, whoever wins the Origin Series, let's fight in that state. So he made a deal. That was the bet. So obviously the Queensland has unfortunately won the series in Game 3, and um, you know, I'm a man of my word, so I've got to back it up and go to Queensland and fight him there, which is what we're going to do. Hopefully he's a man of his word and slips you his 10K if you beat him. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm backing up on a man of my word. I had to load the Queensland bus after Game 3 also. Um, I'd have uh, to buy Josh Henney, who's the assistant coach of Queensland, a case of beer. And obviously now I'm going to Queensland, I fight a couple of Queenslanders. So I'll live up the mind of the bargain. I think um, yeah, they live up to theirs. I feel like, say like, I don't know, either of those guys or a Cameron Smith or someone so iconic in Queensland football, I feel if they come into New South Wales, it's not like so hostile, but you there... Uh, <laughs> it's it's pretty. Do you feel it walking down the street? Are they because they they'd be a lot more sort of aggressive at you? So you're going into a den to fight. What's it like being you in Queensland? Yeah, I've got to say, 
during my playing days, it, it was there was hostility there, and there was uh, you know, a fair bit of emotion when I walked down the street, and, and people would give it to me. There's no doubt about that. If I went out, people would give it to me. Game three, State of Origin this year, I went out. I did cop a fair bit of flack, to be honest. Um, but, you know, nothing I sort of couldn't handle or, or didn't just you know, cop on the chin and walk away from. But now that I've retired, it, it, it does seem to have swung a little bit, particularly because I do a fair bit of radio and media. I do actually get a few Queenslanders ringing up and saying, you know, we, you know, we, we respect you. So it's actually a little bit better now. And even Ben Hannett today, Ben Hannett said, I'm like a Queenslander. I'm the closest thing to Queenslander about being one. And, and I said, please don't say that ever again and disrespect all that. And, and he explained why. He said, look, he just never gives up. He always has a go at everything. And that, that, that's what Queenslanders do. And so I suppose since I've retired, it's turned a little bit. But you know, I've got no doubt come this time on the 15th, it's going to be as hostile as I've ever received anything. Let's not forget, I'll be on my own also. I won't have... Um, there's 16 other blokes around me helping me out. I'll be on my own. <laughs> you go from a team sport to just being in there, and when they're when they're coming at you in a flurry and there's punches in bunches, it's like, oh god, where's 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 the rest of I'm them? Just, I mean, I'm just had the um, security guards of the police that night do their job, and they're not total uh, two-head Queenslanders against me as well. And they're going to just let a couple of blokes, you know, if something happens at the end of the fight and three or four blokes want to jump me, I hope they step in and help me out <laughs> and they don't just let another four or five jump on top it would be pretty good though just to roll into their backyard you've got both guys full Queenslanders you just clean out their backyard knock them both out and then just roll down for a quiet beer at the Caxton <laughs> Man, I might have to take a couple of uh, New South Walshman security guards up me just so I've got some real protection up there well after them seeing you fight Gal I think you might be pretty right so from here on in what's training look like for you in the lead up to this fight yeah there's plenty of pad work plenty of bag work um, you know, going for you know, plenty of runs I'll, I'll probably run a few more longer runs than I normally would you know, three to five K runs a couple times a week um, cardio in the gym just just stuff like that sparring probably on the weekend but I get the opportunity to so um, yeah just it's pretty full on I, obviously I am taking this seriously I'm not just taking this at all I'm training as hard as I normally would for a normal fight and uh, I'm probably going to have to do a little bit more because there's going to be two guys and one coming in fresh so I'll be, I'll be ready and well prepared on the, on the 15th. And that, I don't want to hang too much pressure over your head at all, but like, if things don't go to plan, we get another one of these from Andrew Johns. Now we have to listen to all the bullshit you go on with for the next 12 months. Drives you mad. <laughs> hey, that'll be the last of my ways. If I get beaten by one of these two flops, I'll be, uh, I, don't know, I don't know if they'll let me back into New South Wales. That's going to be the issue. I don't know for some I've, I've already been told by a mate of mine in my hometown here in Cronulla that if any of them beat me, don't come back to the show out. So. Uh, there's a fair bit of pressure on me, mate. Don't you worry about that. Oh, we love it. Hey, uh, I did have Eddie Hearn on this podcast as well, and I was chatting to him because he's going to start doing a bunch of shows in Australia if you're across that news. But I, I did pitch the idea of, of just out of interest, I was like, what's your plans for Sonny Bill? Have you got him on a card? And this was Eddie Hearn. But I would love to make Sonny Bill Williams against Paul Gallon, but that's a huge fight. What's your thoughts on that and potentially in the future? Sonny Bill. I've been told, I've told everyone for the past 12 months I'm retiring at the back end of this year. It's been very, very obvious for a long, long time. I tried to make this fight happen. I spoke to his team back in March or something this year to try and plan something. It was a waste of time and, and look, it's just not going to happen. He, he's got a fight coming up in October. Yeah, right. So, um, yeah, I know I've always got the contract no limit, meaning I can't fight within eight weeks of one of their fight cards. And as I said at the start of the podcast, I have a fight penciled in for December, which means I can't fight throughout November or most of October. So unless the fight can happen early October, which is when he's fighting Mark Hunt, it just can't happen. So it's not going to happen. I mean, 
I'm obviously I'm honestly sick of talking about it. It's yeah. just been a waste of time. We've tried. Yep. It's not going to happen. Um, yeah, I, I don't think they're concerned. I'm certainly not concerned about it. I've, I've achieved everything I need to achieve out of boxing. And I've had a crack, and that's all I want to do, make a couple of bucks on the way, which is what I've done. So um, it's just no point talking about it. It's funny, though. I thought Eddie Hearn's with um, DAZN, isn't he? Yeah, which is Matchroom. And then they have the second company underneath that, which is DAZN, which is the channel for all their broadcast, essentially. Okay, so something, something's supposed to be stand though. I think they are they competing, sorry. Yeah, I'm not too sure, but Eddie's here to try and make deals. I think so. <laughs> I think yeah, he's the type yeah. of guy where he thinks anything's possible. So I yeah. thought maybe they were announcing a triple header, and Sonny will just jump on the end of this one and. and off you go. <laughs> you go. No, I think That'll he's sell. fighting. Um, I'm pretty sure he's fighting uh, Mark Hunt in October. I've heard. So been there, done that. You? Yeah, done that a couple of years ago. Obviously, uh, you know, he's sort of been retired from the UFC for about I don't know twelve or eighteen months, and uh, yeah, very, very tough man. Absolute legend of uh, combat sports, and um, yeah, hopefully, I don't know what he's been doing the last couple of years, but uh, hopefully, he's getting a good payday for this one. Absolutely. What's your plans after post-retirement media? Is that the plan, or what are you going to do? Yeah, mate, I enjoyed my time in the media. TV and radio, it's good fun. I, I enjoy footy. I'm involved with the under-16 development squad down in Cronulla at the moment and um, do a day a week with the Sharkies boys and, and coach the junior rugby league side around here. So I'm, I'm, I'm busy enough and, uh, yeah, just looking forward to relaxing, mate, and enjoying life. And every sort of three or four months, I'm having to go through press conferences and, and sell fights. It's just, uh, yeah, mate, I'm at my age, I'm... Had enough of it, and I'm actually really looking forward to retiring. Well, it's going to be good. One of the greats of not only rugby league, not only even boxing, but just like sport in Australia. You're definitely one of those names that been there for a long time, and you definitely deserve it. So it's going to be great to to uh, still see you around and doing everything else. And I reckon you'll get the boxing itch again next year, and, and maybe one, maybe one. Who knows? Nah, mate. I, <laughs> as I said, my uh, my family are dead set against it. They. Uh, they, they don't even want me to do this one, so there's no way in the world I'll be allowed to, to fight again, certainly post this year. I, I might be able to convince them to let me do one in December uh, if this one goes to plan, but other than that, mate, that, that'll definitely be it. Well, all the more reason to get your tickets to go watch Paul Gallen or jump on the pay-per-views or however you want to see, because it's only going to be a, a matter of time before it's all done and dusted. But look, mate, we really appreciate you jumping on the podcast, and I do appreciate uh, that you said yes to fighting two guys on one night, because it's sheer madness. Um, but hey, who else is saying yes to that but you, right? <laughs> yeah, no, we'll see, mate. I'll, I'll prepare well and I'll be right on the night and we'll get the job done. Yeah, and like you said, Harry Garside and a bunch more to be announced as well. So the fight cards, the No Limit Boys do it the best. And I have no doubt in the next coming couple of weeks, we'll get some big other names rolling out there and it'll be a, a big old affair up there in Brisbane as, as you take on the Queenslanders uh, once again and potentially for the final time. Yeah. No worries, mate. Thanks for, thanks for the podcast. Thanks for having me, and um, see you soon. So there you go. September 15, Nissan Arena, Brisbane. Justin Hodges, Ben Hannett versus Paul Gallen. He's taking on both those guys, and like we said, Harry Garside as well on that card. We'll get Harry onto the Punch podcast in the coming week or so. Uh, ticket tech for all your tickets, and nolimitboxing.com.au for all the info, all the updates, and as well, right here on the Punch podcast. But that is the episode for today. Thank you for listening, and I will see you next time. Come